are listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the episode 20 of Earth Oddity Podcast. Wow, doesn't seem like 20 episodes, you know? I know, but hey, we started this way back in January. I know, I know, it's pretty, uh, time flies when you're having fun. (laughs) I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have, Pentagon Papers have released new information on the Tic Tac UFO that was spotted by two FA-18s back in 2004. Yes. Remember that? Right. I do. I do. Some smoking hot information that's been released off of that. What do you got? Um, I got pretty much the same uh, aliens-wise. Florida couple steals <laughs> motorized cart from Walmart and drives to bar. So, <laughs> pretty much the same thing. Yeah. But for right now, we're going to start off with our lead story, doctor who made music videos in operating room facing several malpractice lawsuits. I saw that. Yeah, yes. I posted this up in the Facebook group. Right, yes. I don't know how many people saw it, but it is bizarre. <laughs> Given the activity of our Facebook group, I would say <laughs> probably you and I and Wilts and maybe a couple other people saw it. <laughs> yeah. um, not, a lot of whole, not a whole lot of interaction sometimes in there. Not as much as we would prefer but i mean i don't know i don't know what's so what's so wrong with dancing i was about to say i really think that if you're just looking at the video yeah you know it's just another hilarious viral video or or a video that's made to go viral exactly the problem is is i believe she has something like five malpractice against her so shady so so in light of that yeah it kind of puts a whole new. It puts these videos that she put on YouTube right. for her practice in, in like a whole new light. Well, uh, as I've said, don't video yourself doing anything that's illegal. <laughs> right. you know? Which I don't know. Which technically, I don't think she's doing anything Is it illegal. Not some sort of violation of HIPAA laws or something like that. To that's a good question. Yeah, that's yeah, what I, that was my first thought when I saw. Well, it. you know, we there's a lot of uh, superfluous laws that are on the right. books and. A lot of times you read some of these and you wonder why that's there. Like, yes. Why is it against the law to do rap videos in the operating room? Well, it's, <laughs> it's because of Dr. Boutte right. here. <laughs> Her name's Boutte, by the way. I know. It can't get any better than that. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> and people say there's not a God. <laughs> let's just get into the article, shall we? Atlanta, Dr. Wendell Davis Boutte's website (laughs) (laughs) calls her Atlanta's most experienced cosmetic surgeon, but a Channel 2 Action News Atlanta Journal-Constitution consumer investigation discovered that she's had plenty of experience dealing with malpractice cases. Mm -hmm. Boutte refused to answer (laughs) Channel 2 consumer investigator Jim Strickland's questions about five malpractice settlements, four pending lawsuits against the doctor, and more than 20 videos previously posted on YouTube. Some featured the board-certified dermatologist dancing and singing about exposed, unmoving patients in one boute made incisions while she sang and cavorted to the camera. Oh, yeah. So That'll let's... Uh, you know what? We got a little audio here. Turn that way down. A little loud. Sorry about that. <laughs> And for our audio listeners, which is everybody, she's right now, she's got, she's dancing over yeah. her patient. Right. <laughs> I mean. And I do have her patient blurred. I guess right. to be personally, 
To be fair, it could be just a dumb one or somebody, too. But, uh... <laughs> I would, uh... You know... Okay, that's enough of that. I, I would say, uh... You get the idea. She may have danced to put herself through college. You know, that's, from what I She's heard, a pretty, yeah, pretty common theme, uh, you know, that people, college is expensive. That's all I'm saying. And she just can't stop dancing. It says here that uh, one of these lawsuits was filed by 26-year-old O.J. Libbard. He agreed to talk to Strickland about his mother's visit to Butte Gwinlitz County's office because his mother can no longer can. Butte. I can't stop. That's, that's amazing. Do you, you think know? that's her real name or that's I mean she runs like a cosmetic I, yeah, you know, I surgery. What I wonder if, if this is like her business lists. name. Yeah, right. She's yeah. Got, got a pseudonym or whatever. I don't know. But uh you know, I, I'm just saying if your real name is Butte, like <laughs> you need to uh <laughs> You might need might want to change it, you know. <laughs> or uh, not. Yeah. Well, you know, LSU had like five, you know, generations of booties. You That's know, true. like Josh Booty and John Booty and David Booty and all those played down there. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, I get it. <laughs> but anyway, it says, uh, <laughs> according to court records, Liberty's mother and – Boy, that's a name. I think it's Elselma Cornelius saw Butte for a liposuction and a panicultonomy. You know okay. what that is? Um, no. It's some kind of cosmetic procedure. Yeah. It was weeks before her wedding, and she was credits away from earning her PhD. She just wanted to be perfect for her wedding dress. She had everything going for her. She never got the chance to wear her wedding dress or get married. After a more than eight-hour procedure, her heart stopped while she was on the table. Wow. She suffered permanent brain damage, and she will need care for the rest of her life. Oh, wow. Um, so, I mean, again, to be fair, I don't know if that's her fault. No. Yeah. But it just when, you know, what's the term when it, where there's smoke, there's fire? Right, yeah, yeah. There's just a whole lot... Yeah, I mean, this I, is the worst lawsuit against her, but oh, it's tough. I know there's like risk with any surgery, right. so you know there are things that that happen. But uh, I would think if that was my mom, the first thing my lawyer would be doing is showing dancing of her booty dancing, Miss <laughs> Boot, Doctor Booty, Boote, booty dancing in the operating room, and I'd be like, look, and now my mom, you know, now my client's mom's brain damaged and can't experience life a normal quality of life and you see why this lady didn't take her profession you know seriously right so um that's not going to be good for her you know no which i guess is why all of it's coming out now whoever all these lawsuits are wanting to get all this out so the public sees it that way when you're selecting a jury they already have some little bit of knowledge yeah though they may say they're Mm non-biased they still have you know been influenced in some way or the other by what they see that's what you know they do all the time with court cases that's what you see like prosecutors putting all the facts out on the table before they even get to the trial to Mm -hmm. let people know and to sway public opinion so but yeah it's not good you don't want to be i mean i'm all for everybody having fun at work yeah i know i mean who who doesn't like to see videos of whoever it is like people who are who we as a society look on their job as they're kind of an authority or they're kind of high and mighty, whether it be a lawyer or a doctor or even yeah. like, like who, who loves the videos where like you see the military guys and, but then they're like, you know, yeah. cutting up and tossing right. flashbangs in the, in the <laughs> stall, you know, in the latrine. Well, you're like, yeah, these are normal people. <laughs> these are just like me and my friends, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I, you know, I don't, I don't dance a whole lot because I'm Baptist and I don't want to get excommunicated, <laughs> but <laughs> 
But, you know, when I do, you know, it's, it's always fun. Yeah, yeah you, you fun first look at this video and you're thinking this is hilarious. But yeah. then when you find out kind of some of the yeah, what's going on a, behind it. Right. It's got a track record of not doing so well. Right. And I would say we need to, uh, you know, there's a time and a place for cosmetic surgery, people who have accidents <laughs> and things like that. But, you know, I mean, just be let's all be happy with who we are. That's We're true. All, I mean, I'm ugly. You're ugly. Everybody's <laughs> ugly. Let's just all be happy with that. You'll be fine. You don't have to live to any kind of standard that anybody else sets. Just be comfortable in your own skin. Like all us ugly people say, it's what's on the inside that makes That's right. That's right. <laughs> beautiful. Let those, like, the 5% of population who is beautiful get together, you know. And then all the rest of us just be happy down here doing our own thing, you know. Yeah. Don't let them impose any kind of, uh, you know, feelings towards you or on you that you're trying to live up to some standard. You ain't got to look like Julia Roberts or whoever. Not that I think Julia Roberts is attractive. She ain't got nothing on my wife, in case she listens. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm just saying, let's all just be happy in our own skin. So. Yeah, yeah, Julia Roberts. I mean, if you're into that, she's okay, I guess. Yeah, right. Yeah, if you're into that. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? Let's move on before I get in trouble. Uh, a judge rules in favor of independent school not letting a prankster uh, walk in his graduation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, people pull pranks at the end of the year. and Yeah, uh, I saw this story earlier. If I'm yeah. not mistaken, this is a senior who listed his high school for sale on Craigslist. That's right. He listed his high school for sale. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Cra- I think I that's think. great. Yeah. I, th- I think that's a good, healthy prank. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody got hurt. Nobody got hurt. The didn't, school didn't really get no, sold. Right. It wasn't for sale. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I feel it's like this is a vic- victimless crime or right. whatever. Yeah. Uh, this is from Independence, Missouri. Shout out to all our listeners in Missouri. We've got a huge following there. <laughs> uh, the ACLU of Missouri filed a lawsuit against the Independence School District after the district banned a senior from participating in graduation because of a Craigslist ad prank. Boo. On Friday afternoon, a judge ruled in favor of the school district. After the judge's verdict, a district spokesperson said the senior will not walk during Saturday's ceremony. On Wednesday... Fox 4 first reported Kylan Scheel posted an ad on Craigslist that listed Truman High School for sale. The independent school district uh, suspended Shrill for three days and banned him from attending graduation due to what they considered to be an implied threat. Hey, come on. Yeah. Is this the society we're living in now? Yes. Where everything, every little bitty thing we're going to consider a threat? The... Uh, the 18-year-old wrote that the school was for sale because of the loss of students coming up. Now, this is a quote from the young man. I decided to say the reason we're selling this is because of the loss of students, because the senior class is graduating, he said. Now, they took ha, it. Ha, ha, Right. They took it to mean, like, there's going to be some sort of, you know, shooting or whatever. And that long, mm. like, so... Well, I guess that is the the time for yes. living in. Uh, the ACLU spoke out in support of the senior on Thursday, arguing the district's disproportionately harsh punishment violates Shrill's free speech rights and also does a public disservice by discouraging young people from exercising their constitutional right to express themselves. On Thursday, the ACLU urged the school district to respond by 10 a.m. on Friday. When the district didn't, the organization filed a lawsuit on behalf of the senior. Which you look at him, looks like just your normal college yeah, he's student. He's clean cut. Yeah. He's not like 
Right. Now, maybe, okay, maybe he's one of the worst students they have, but just, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, just based off his picture. <laughs> based he looks off like his a, picture. He's like a decent dude. He, he doesn't have, like, like a, any face tattoos no. or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's not smoking a cigarette. He's not got right. eyeliner on. Yes. That scares your grandma. <laughs> in the hometown of the U.S. President Harry Truman and in a place named after one of our nation's key principles, Freedom, we hope that the district re- reconsiders its position and encourages the freedom of speech of our nation's next generation of leaders, the ACLU said in a news release. There is still time for the district to do the right thing and allow Kylan to walk across that stage. Uh, let me skip down here. A police report said, uh, given the nature of the post, the Independence Police Department was treating this as a very serious threat. Uh, it was also, the police report also said, I also informed Shrill that due to the recent school shootings, there was a concern that the posted ad could have alluded to something happening at the school before or during graduation. And Shrill, Shrill I don't even know how to say his name, Shrill, <laughs> uh, I can't even remember how I went with it originally, so I'm just going to go with Shrill from now on, <laughs> okay. agreed with the given, get, agreed with that given the circumstances. Um <laughs> the district spokesperson said the clear, substantial, and material disruption served as the basis basis for suspension. Um, so everybody's mad. You know, his mom and dad's mad because right. baby ain't getting to walk, <laughs> but he didn't get to walk. Uh, it just goes to show you, said uh, one of his classmates, or one of his classmates' moms, it just goes to show you you need to think things through. Have somebody with another perspective read what you put out there. Always a good That's idea. That's not a bad yeah. tip. Yeah, it's not right. a bad idea. I will be honest. The first time I, I read that, I had no idea that that was the what people were thinking when yeah. you put that on. That never entered into my head. I, you it, know. It, me either. You know. In fact, I my thought was I would have probably listed something way worse, like right. you know the sewer exploded or something asbestos mesothelioma (laughs) contact a mesothelioma lawyer or whatever yeah i mean scorpions i will say for the young kyle in there um i've been out of high school for i don't know 25 20 you don't even know years something like that yeah something yeah 20 uh, 20 something years i don't Mm -hmm. know i can't do that math because i didn't pay attention to high school (laughs) And never once have I looked back and and thought of my high school graduation That's in true any way. Either. You know, I mean, like it seemed so special while you were doing it, but really now I was like, nah, yeah, like okay, I'll graduate high school. <laughs> I don't look back and go, oh wow, I've had that robe and everything, and you know, maybe if I'd have graduated with honors or something like that, right. it'd been better. But I just had a straight up black robe. <laughs> you know, Deidre had like all kind of ribbons and cords and stuff, <laughs> yeah. and I'm just there like, oh, let me get my standard diploma and go home. So, he's not. You're not missing much, man. It's not as special as you think it is. The fact that you're getting the diploma, anyways, that's all you need, right? You know? And and if we're being honest, you don't really need that either, yeah, right? Yeah, you don't. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There you are don't. plenty of people who work side beside me. Yes, make exactly what I make and right. have a GED. Exactly. I, yes. Now that said, kids stay in school. 
But I'm encouraging you to drop out. I think you should drop out now and pursue a life of crime. Yeah. Because that's where the real fun and the money is. You know, you don't want to be slups working at the furniture store for the rest of your life. You? <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, drop out now. I'm encouraging all my kids to right now. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, you know, I mean, it's not as big a deal. The graduation thing is more for your mama and everybody else. Yeah, it's not for to take you. pictures. Yeah, right, and say, "Oh, my baby did it." You know, oh, he worked so hard. Especially like, for my mama because she probably knew I wasn't going to do. <laughs> I was going to do it again for college. <laughs> my, my family that was, was my one and only graduation. My family was elated. I graduated. <laughs> I made, and this is the truth. I made the honor roll one time. In my in second grade, in it was third grade. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was in third grade. My parents, until they moved from Fayette to Northport, had that honor roll underneath a piece of glass on the uh, like end table <laughs> yeah. by their chair. And it was the only time I ever made it. I did not try it all at school. Now, when I got to college, it was 4.0. I was perfectly intelligent enough to do everything. Which, right. If you listen to me talk, you probably would be like, "He's lying," but I really did. This but, is Alabama public yeah, education. Right. <laughs> so keep in mind. But, but I, I didn't care at all at high school, and it was very dicey with me going to graduate there, going into my senior year, yeah. because I was much more interested in girls and mm-hmm. having fun and than learning the quadratic equations or whatever <laughs> crap that you learn. I remember. Like I'm saying, drop out, kids. That's, all, that's my point. <laughs> drop out. I remember six weeks before I was supposed to graduate, I kind of like gave up. Okay, yeah. I quit doing any of my yes. any of my work. And I remember my uh, history teacher came up to me and he was like, "Dude, you're not going to graduate if you don't make a hundred on your final exam." And I was like, "Whoa!" Because I've already sent out these invitations and pocketed all this cash right. from relatives I haven't seen in you know a decade. <laughs> so I studied really hard, and I think I made like a ninety-five. All right. But it wasn't 100. And I kid you not, like all the way up until we were walking in in our cap and gown, I was like, he's going to come up to me me any minute and pull me out of line and say, (laughs) I can't do it. (laughs) Who was your history teacher? I I don't need some coach. Coach Hanna? No, because he was like a brand new guy. Yeah, I don't don't know. I think he like... Well, he may have moved on. I don't want anybody to go do, looking this up in case I'm wrong, but I think he married one of his students. Later. Okay, I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> I know exactly who you're it talking was him. about. But uh, the, she had already graduated, though, right? I, when they got married, I thought we graduated the same year. Yeah, when they so. when they got married, yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, no. I don't know how long they dated. <laughs> they had a quick get to know you <laughs> courtship. <laughs> no, I know exactly who you're talking yeah. about, and I can't remember his name. If I did, I would say it right now because everybody else would know his name. But yeah, yeah, I think they're still married. So if, they're, if they're listening, hey, congrats. Hey, yeah, congrats. Good for y'all. Congrats. What's up, Ginger? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, what? cockroach milk. Oh, okay. <laughs> cockroach milk. Yes. That's a great segue. Yeah. Well, we've uh, we've talked about platypus milk yes. before. Right, yes. And it's uh, antibiotics and ability to fight off superbugs, yes. potentially. Um, now we're talking. We're going to move on and talk about cockroach milk because apparently it's back as a new superfood trend. It's back. I didn't know it ever was. I didn't know it was ever here. Before. I missed the cockroach Who's milking all these cockroaches. I don't know. Too? I'll tell you what. They have very small nipples. <laughs> yeah. Very small. Okay. Food trends like crow nuts. Do you know what a crow nut is? Mm, sounds dirty, but it's probably not. C R O N U T S. Yeah. 
and charcoal. Okay, I know charcoal. I know charcoal. (laughs) But one bizarre, air quotes here, superfood is back two years after it first debuted cockroach milk. Okay, two years. Yes. The pesky bug is actually filled with an energy-rich milk-like substance. It's not your typical non-dairy milk alternative like almond milk. But cockroach milk is gaining in popularity once again after coming to the forefront in 2016, hmm. which I guess because we live in the backwoods of yeah. West Everything Alabama, get, yeah. we never even knew. Everything gets to Alabama <laughs> a little later than everywhere yeah. else. Yeah, I mean, maybe it hasn't left, and we're <laughs> right. just not hearing about it. True. <laughs> anyway, in 2016, a research team based at the Institute for Stem Cell Biology in regenerative medicine in India said that the milk from the Pacific beetle cockroach could make for the next great superfood. Hmm. These cockroaches possess protein-rich crystals that lactate to feed their young. This particular type of cockroach, which is usually found on Pacific islands like Hawaii, give birth to their babies as opposed to laying eggs. Their milk is made up of protein-infused crystals reported to have three times the energy of the equivalent mass of normal dairy milk. The crystals are like a complete food. They have proteins, fats, and sugars. If you look into the protein sequences, they have all the essential amino acids. One of the main researchers told the Times of India, perhaps now that it's 2018, people are more daring and willing to try this somewhat baffling milk alternative. Some companies are trying to get ahead of the trend by selling the bug juice in everything from milk to ice cream. Think of Ento milk as a sustainable, nature-friendly, nutritious, lactose-free, delicious, guilt-free dairy alternative of the future. The company says on its website, Gourmet Grub says Ento milk has a high protein content and is rich in iron, zinc, and calcium. So, man. Well, (laughs) my first thought is, who... I like, like what guy's sitting around and going, you know what we need to do? Let's let's try that cockroach milk. Let's <laughs> yeah. just see what it's about, you know. <laughs> Which it make, brings me back to the yeah, old joke. Who figured this out? Yeah, brings me back to the old joke of whoever decided to eat eggs first. You yeah. know, that had to be a really weird dude. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, hey, that thing just came out of that chicken butt. I think I'm gonna try it. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, you got to be strange. So you go back to history or cow's milk too. You're like, <laughs> yeah, hey, let me put my mouth up on this thing and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess it takes an innovator to change things. So, says here, some scientists and cockroach milk producers admit that it may be hard to get people on the bandwagon, but that's not the only roadblock for cockroach milk. Besides its unappealing name, which I, yeah, they need to get gotta, with somebody in marketing and yes, change that. You got to rebrand that. <laughs> yeah, cockroach milk is hard to come by. Again. Tiny nipples. <laughs> yeah, right. Extremely tiny How many nipples. cockroaches do you have to milk to even get, like, enough know. for your coffee in the morning? Well, that's what I was thinking. Are there, like, cockroach cowboys out there wrangling cockroaches, <laughs> getting them into the milking barn and stuff? When I get home, that's going on my Facebook profile. Cockroach <laughs> cowboy. Cockroach cowboy. I manage a herd of 32 million cockroaches. <laughs> cockroaches aren't the easiest creatures to milk, NPR reports. It's also still unclear if cockroach milk is safe to consume. We don't even know if it's safe. Or well, not. Okay, well, I want to get that. We're one. selling it. We're yeah. putting it in ice I want cream. To check that out first. I'm not sure if it's safe or not. Yeah, that's just, that's step number one, right? I mean, I've never been in the cockroach milk business, but that should be step number one. We have no evidence that it is actually safe for human consumption. Sub Oh, say that name. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Man. Come on with it. 
Subramamian Ramswamy, <laughs> the lead author of the study, said in 2016. So uh-huh. even though some companies are developing the milk alternative right now, there are many questions that have to be answered before it becomes a worldwide trend. Well, I'm, all right, I'm going to tell you how. Number one, let's make sure it's safe to drink. Yes. Okay? That should be number one. And then sell your formula to Coca-Cola, retire, and Coca-Cola will have everybody in the world drinking it within like five years because they know how to market. They do. Yeah, they'll call it something cool and mm-hmm. it'll make you feel like you're bringing everybody together and loving on each other, and they're just making money hand over fist. They'll call it like, well, no, that wouldn't work. <laughs> I don't know what you would call it. I was trying to think. I was thinking like super milk, you know? I think super milk is cockroach. Coca cockroach. <laughs> I'd like to buy the world a Coca cockroach in perfect harmony, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And then you have everybody drinking it. I'm just saying. Coke, uh. Coke knows what they're doing. They're like the Disney of the drink world, so. They are. Yeah, which I have to say when I owned a restaurant, it would take a month to get me a banner made. And I'm like, y'all are like a multi-billion dollar <laughs> company. I need a banner with four words on it. What's taking so long? So I was, you know, they their banner department's slow. That's all I'll say if you work for Coca-Cola. Absolutely. I don't even think they do them much anymore. So, <sighs> Well, what else we got? All right. We have our much-anticipated, very short story brought to us by uh, one of our – Best listeners, Wilts Couture. Isn't that how you say it? Wilts Couture. Couture. Like I said, I would say Coulter. Uh, but Wilts is how, that's what all his buddies call him. You yeah. Know, Wilts. Uh, one of our best best listeners interacts with us on the internet. We love Wilts. Uh, he's got a show on Mississippi Public Broadcasting, too. He does. Too. We've been on that show. Been on that show. He was dumb enough to let us on. So <laughs> we're in debt to him for a long time. Uh, it's a very short story here. Uh, Police say Florida couple steals motorized cart from Walmart and drives to bar. Uh, this is from Largo, Florida, where all weird things happen in the state of Florida. A joyride in a motorized shopping cart landed a Largo, Florida couple behind bars on Thursday. Security cameras were rolling when Jeffrey Robert Sable, 50, 50 years old, too old to be doing this, <laughs> and Santa Marie Walters, 32, stole a motorized shopping cart from a Walmart located on Missouri Avenue in Largo, Florida. The couple was seen driving off the property and heading west on Rosary Road. News Channel 8 has not obtained the video in question, but I wish they would because it's probably (laughs) precious. But two of them on there, you know? Yeah. Uh, Shortly after the theft was reported, the cart was spotted outside Jimmy's Sports Bar in Largo, and an officer found the couple at the bar. After denying the theft, the couple admitted to taking the cart and was arrested on charges of grand theft. They were booked into the Pinellas County Jail. So, Jimmy and Santa Maria, uh, Santa Marie, sorry, uh, decided to steal a, I I call them fatty carts. I don't know. That's terrible. (laughs) That is terrible, but that's what I call them. All right. Fatty carts. Note to self, never (laughs) use one of those carts. I call them fatty carts. They stole a fatty cart and went to the bar in it, you know, which I don't know if they were like, you know, already drunk 
or they didn't want to get a DUI later on and were like, maybe if we're driving this, we won't get a DUI. I don't know. But I bet everybody was like, hey, where are they going with that? But if they were a little intoxicated to them, they were like. (laughs) (laughs) I like to think that he was driving it and she was like standing on the back holding on his shoulders or something. But she could have been on the handlebars or in the little basket, you know. Ah, yeah, basket. That's much better. It's a much better visual. But yeah, you know, I mean, we all have been tired when we go to the grocery store and walk around a Walmart. Because Walmarts are huge. I mean, <laughs> they are. Even they, the small, yeah, even the small, even the small ones, ones are big. Ones are big yeah. Yes, right. And if you're getting like milk, and then you got to go over and get a set of jumper cables, I mean, that's a hike. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Your legs are tired. Maybe they just want to go get a nice relaxing drink and watch <laughs> the ball game. You know, the Marlins game or whatever down at the sports bar. Yeah. And we're like, we'll just take this thing over there. Which, if the cops busted in, I'd be like, oh, we're bringing it back, man. We didn't steal it. We're taking it back. We're done. Our car's still in the parking lot. I wonder how much trouble you get in for stealing a motorized cart from Walmart. It says grand theft, which sounds like that's a lot of trouble to me. That's what they were charged with. But I feel like there's a dollar amount threshold. Those Mm -hmm. things can't be more than a couple thousand dollars, I would think. Even that's probably... Walmart's probably not paying that. No, no, yeah, yeah they're buying like fifty million. Oh, they're paying five hundred dollars for. Them. <laughs> right. So yeah, I don't know, but I mean, they got a lot of moxie. <laughs> I just said that. Got, got yeah. a lot of moxie. Took a fatty cart and went to the bar. And you will forever call them fatty carts now. <laughs> I won't, but I will think that <laughs> yeah, every time. I'm t- when you see someone on it, 99 times, they got a little weight on them. Well, now, some, right? sometimes it's teenagers. True. Because yes. I have been to Walmart before and seen, yes. like, you know, four high right. school girls riding around now, on one. That's when I knew I was getting old because I went to Walmart late one night. And there were like a couple of teenage kids riding them around, and I was just like, "You son of a gun!" They shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, right. They should saving those for the fat. Yes, (laughs) there are fat people who can't walk around that need those carts, and y'all are just (laughs) running the battery down on them. (laughs) Where's your heart? (laughs) Oh man! Oh gracious! (laughs) Yeah. So then I was like, "Man, I'm getting old," because you know. When I was in my when 20s, I was a kid, I would yeah, have been, been all over that. Yes. If my yeah. dad's grocery store had those growing up, it would have been a whole new ball game. Of course, he wouldn't have let me do that, but I would have wanted but to. But when he wouldn't have been looking. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. He'd <laughs> yeah. busy, you know. I'd go running one up and down the aisles of Foodway. <laughs> <laughs> from motherboard and it is pentagon released new documents about the air quotes here tic-tac ufo yes we briefly discussed this in a previous episode where we yeah. talked about a tip it was right. advanced i'm surprised you remember that, that. <laughs> yes. that's awesome 
Let me see if I can find it in here. Advanced terrestrial anomalous aerial vehicle. No, that's what they call. That's what they call UFOs now. That's what oh. the Pentagon calls okay. them. Because UFOs like anomalous. There was a time UFO was just simply anything that was in the air that you didn't know what yeah, it was, right. whether it was a balloon or whatever. Yes. That, you know, that, that if, could if you be, didn't know what it was, it was you could say, hey, that was a right. UFO. But nowadays, you know, someone says UFO and it's instantly, <laughs> right. you know, aliens. Yes, right. So, and I think uh, England, I think they were, they call them UAP, oh, yeah. which is Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, right. which is really sense. a better term. Yeah, I like that too. And I guess the Pentagon, they refer to this as Anomalous Aerial Vehicle. AAV. Yes. Hmm. But anyway... Last December, the New York Times, New York Times, That's just, a, I mean, just a pretty famous think, paper up, for, up front. I mean, Donald Trump said they were lying the other day on Twitter. It well, popped up on my phone. So, well, maybe, maybe <laughs> we are talking about AAVs here. That's right. So, yes. But anyway, last December, the New York Times published an expose on a secretive Defense Department program that had been investigating reports of unidentified flying objects for nearly a decade. Among the reports analyzed by the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, that's a tip okay, that I yes, was talking right. about, yes, was a video that had been released a few months earlier that depicted a white oval-shaped object that was chased by two FA-18 fighter jets off the coast of California in 2004. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this video? I have. Okay, yes. I have too. It's, it's neat. You yeah, know. it's pretty neat. The object, which has since become known as the Tic Tac UFO in alien hunting circles, was moving at high speeds and had no apparent means of propulsion. It takes off like nothing I've ever seen, retired Navy pilot David Fravor, who was flying one of the fighter jets that day, told the New York Times, one minute it's here and the next it's off and gone. Now, a local investigative news team in Las Vegas obtained a 13-page document prepared for the military that analyzes what happened that day in 2004. The investigation was led by George Knapp. Does that name sound familiar? No. Well, it does to me. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, he does... Uh, uh, He's the dude that that uh, told a Bob Lazar story yeah, way right. back in the 90s. Yes, yes, yes. yes. He was a journalist who made a name for himself in the 80s for substantiating parts of a story peddled by prominent ufologist Bob Lazar, who claims that he worked at Area 51. Right, yes. The report describes... He also does uh, uh, Coast to Coast sometimes. He hosts yeah, he's, he's been on Coast yeah, to Coast right. a lot. Like, yeah. I, once he did the whole thing with Lazar, this whole yeah. he you know, UFO up. thing has yeah. kind of sucked him in. Right. That's yeah, kind of his thing yeah, now. Right. Yeah. I mean, you got to go where the money is. So. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> The report describes how the anomalous aerial vehicle seen by the two F-18 pilots was able to descend very rapidly from approximately 60,000 feet down to approximately 50 feet in a matter of seconds. Moreover, they would hover or stay stationary on the radar for a short time and then depart at high velocities and turn rates. Mm -hmm. Uh, The report details that the advanced characteristics of the AAV, which had been sighted by another aircraft carrier off the coast of California three separate times in the days before it was intercepted by the F-18s, as seen in the video. The aircraft was capable of advanced acceleration, aerodynamic, and propulsion capability, and it wasn't susceptible to the military's radar capabilities, possibly demonstrating the ability to cloak or become invisible to the human eye 
or human observation and then possibly demonstrated a highly advanced capability to operate under sea, yeah. completely undetectable by our most advanced sensors. I read that. I read that it was like they thought it might be docking with another ship under sea. So. Yeah, it's crazy. The report notes how one of the senior crew members on the aircraft carrier with 17 years experience in the military said that the AAV exhibited characteristics of a ballistic missile. The reason the aircraft carrier's radar system was unable to track the object was because it is set to monitor conventional aircraft. So when this object appeared on radar, and it was dropped as a false target because it's doing all these crazy stuff, right. you know, and they, they're like, well, that's not a real target. That's some kind of, you know, yeah. glitch or something. It says, if the radar had been set up in a mode for ballistic missile tracking, it likely would have had the capability to track the AAV, according to the report. When the F-18 pilots were deployed to investigate the phenomena, they had a hard time tracking and getting information about it on the radar. Nevertheless, certain characteristics of the radio signals picked up by pilots were strange. It was obvious that there was something out there and the fighters were taking it seriously, the report reads. According to the report, one of the pilots dispatched to investigate the object reported seeing a disturbance in an otherwise calm ocean. The pilot reported that <clears throat> the disturbance appeared to be 50 to 100 meters in diameter and close to round and reminded him of images of seeing something rapidly submerging from the surface like a submarine or a ship. It's possible that the disturbance was being caused by an AAV and that the AAV was cloaked or invisible to the human eye. The report concludes, at no time did they consider the AAV a threat to the battle group Finally, they had never seen anything like this before or ever again. The military report on the Tic Tac UFO is a strange addendum to an already very bizarre story. Some of the military personnel involved swear that what they saw was extraterrestrial in origin, which there's no way to know yeah, that I mean, for sure. Right. That's just that's just their opinion. Yeah. But as MIT astrophysicist Sarah Seeger told the New York Times last year, although unusual occurrences are worth investigating, what people sometimes don't get about science is that we often have phenomena that remain unexplained. Which, oh, yeah. thank you, Miss Sarah, for keeping everybody grounded here right. and not Point, instantly pointing at ET. Pointing out the obvious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if it's unidentified, if it's unexplained, it's just that. We don't know right. what it is. We yeah. don't know. Now, it's moving like <clears throat> nothing we've ever seen and that <laughs> nobody has the capabilities to do, but... That at we know one, of. Right. At one time, they were saying the Blackbird, you know, the SR, whatever, 9 or whatever it You're was, right. was a UFO, too, because no one mm-hmm. had ever yeah, seen no, like yeah, we that. Didn't. Right. And, and people were, you know, hey, we don't have aircraft that can travel that fast. Yes. No, you you're, know. you're totally right. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, sometimes we get a little carried away with the UFO stuff. I've seen a lot of movies, and people just want wanted to be a UFO. Now, And I will say this. like I, There may be aliens. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't know, so... I don't know. I think it's highly unlikely. Yeah. Because if they're from far enough away, not only are they aliens, they're time travelers too. Because right. you just simply can't, can't cross travel those distances, those distances in yes. the time that they would need to. I would say if you are an alien, like <laughs> as far as I know, we're the number one podcast with aliens. <laughs> uh, just from the numbers I've seen. Yeah. Um, you know, just say what's up to us, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, you may not want to land in the south because we will shoot you. <laughs> we will shoot anything that moves. <laughs> yeah. And so, you want to land in a little more friendly area. Go land in California. Yeah, right, where they'll welcome you in. <laughs> yes. And then we'll, we'll They may talk. not even know you're an alien. Yeah, right. Fit <laughs> in fine with everybody out there. <laughs> so I had a friend's dad who told me once that the closer you are to the water, the weirder people are. You know, to the ocean, the right. weirder people are. 
And that has held true my whole life. You know? I wonder if they think the same thing about people further away from the ocean. I'm sure they do. You <laughs> yeah. know? I mean, you could get it if if you watched any of the presidential election, everyone in the flyover states were just dumb, ignorant rednecks. <laughs> right. you know? And so, racist. Don't oh, forget yeah. racist. Yeah. Big time racist. You know? <laughs> we're racist because we won't vote for a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> so... But yeah, so you know, they I think they have the same opinion of us. So right. it's kind of weird. Let's just all get together and drink some cockroach milk and hang out with some aliens. <laughs> you know, yeah. bring the world together, bring anyway, the universe together. My best guess is this is probably another black budget aircraft that right. is That's just simply unknown too. to the public. Yes, and they talk about these crazy maneuvers that this thing is doing that mm-hmm. like the forces would you know kill any you know human occupant. Yeah. But, I mean, if it's a drone, the only thing you're limited by is the machinery, the materials of the craft itself. Right. And so, that was my thought since mm-hmm. they said it kind of looked like it may have launched from underwater and it yeah. went back underwater, is that it was a drone from a sub that we've somehow mm-hmm. realized or shot as a ballistic missile, and then we can take control of it to, you know, do all kind of crazy stuff with Also, whatever. think about this. We have nuclear submarines. Isn't mm-hmm. it crazy that we don't have nuclear aircraft? That we know of. That Sorry, know I was in the middle of getting a drink. <laughs> yes, that we know of. So, I mean, if, if an aircraft was able to be nuclear, oh, I mean, not some. only would that be a terrifying flying <laughs> bomb. <laughs> right. But, <laughs> that may be, like, the plan. Like, we, yeah. or we can use its drone capabilities, or if we want to crash it mm-hmm. into your country, you know, then yeah. that's what we'll do. So... You so know, take heat, ease off North, ease, ease off North Korea. I think North Korea is coming to heel. You know? I think they are. But you better watch out, Iran. <laughs> yeah. so they are coming for you next. <laughs> oh, mercy. All right. So uh, moving along here, Sesame Street's got a lawsuit going here. The creators of a famous children's TV show, Sesame Street, have launched a lawsuit against an upcoming sex drugs, and violence-laden puppet-based movie called Happy Time Murders. Oh, gracious. The movie uses the tagline, No Sesame, All Street, All Promotional Materials. Hmm. The lawsuit said it tarnishes the Sesame Street brand and confuses people into thinking the two are linked. Uh, Melissa McCarthy stars in the film, and it's slated for release in August, where humans and puppets coexist. She is given a new puppet partner in the R-rated film, and they try to solve a string of murders, um, which this is already sounding bizarre. Uh, Sesame Workshop, the educational organization behind the TV show, filed the lawsuit against the film's producers, STX Productions, in New York. The lawsuit calls for punitive damages and a jury trial. Sesame Workshop says that although the trailer for the movie is indescribably crude, it is not seeking to block the film's promotion. It is only the defendant's deliberate choice to invoke and commercially misappropriate Sesame's name and goodwill in marketing the movie, and thereby causes consumers to conclude that Sesame is somehow associated with a movie that has infringed on and tarnished the Sesame Street mark and goodwill. It's, so basically, they just want them to change the tagline. Yeah, yeah just drop our name. It's not a bad thing. No, right. You know, the film is directed by Brian Henson, the son of late Jim Henson, who developed Sesame Street characters for its launch in 1969, and later went on to create the Muppet Show. Love the Muppets, by the way. <laughs> yes. STX issued a response via a character from the film, a lawyer called Fred, saying the movie was the untold story of the active lives of Henson's puppets while they're not performing in front of children. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it continued, 
While we're disappointed that Sesame Street does not share in the fun, we are confident in our legal position. So they're basically going to use this as more mm-hmm. publicity for the movie. Because I had never heard of Happy Time Murders before I had not I either. Story. Yes. yes. Uh, doesn't sound like something I'd be into. I'm not a big puppet guy mm-hmm. outside of the Muppets. So. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I feel like Sesame Street's probably got a point. You know, don't be using our name without our permission. Mm-hmm. I would say any business would, would be that way. You know, I can't, you know, use whatever company, Coca-Cola, to promote my own yeah. business. You know, you would, so. you would think most people would, you know, know... Yeah. The difference, not take the kids to this, but you. Right. But at the same time, you know, there's going to be, you know, a few, you know, dare I say it, dim-witted parents who right. don't pay attention to what their kids are into, and they see, you know, puppets, and they're puppets like, and fine, go, go check it out. Well, here, here's my thing, if, and, then, and then they're going to walk out of the vi- the movie, which they <laughs> sat through, right. and it didn't walk out earlier, right, and be like, oh, I didn't know it was going to uh-huh. be like that, you know. If you don't think the couple that'll take a fatty cart to the bar will not take their grandkids to this movie you are naive okay they will be the first ones in line for it so um yes it'll happen it'll definitely happen so um i didn't know if you wanted to cover that one since we kind of gotten uneven numbers on our story or not <laughs> yeah well I, i'll i'll bring this one up everybody remember the poo poo oh yeah yes yeah the poo poo choo choo yes i didn't go to the trouble of uh actually downloading the article because we can just talk about it. Everybody right. knows what's up. We've covered this in, you know, in depth yeah. on the show. Everybody knows about Parrish, Alabama, and the train of you know, the poop, poop. That was from right. New, New York. York that was stuck there. Well, Febreze actually stepped in, <laughs> hey, Febreze, and used this as an opportunity to, um, you know, get some publicity to right. help out a community. And we're thankful to Febreze. Febreze is the scent of mobile homes all across the state already. <laughs> so it's good that they stepped up and showed something to to back for this consumer. So they tweeted out this video, and uh, they they took a trip to Parish, Alabama, and this is what they came up with. It was awful. Thing. Everything yeah. in my mouth. Nobody wanted to be outside. It was terrible. It'll turn your stomach. That's been a crazy idea. It was really bad. It smelled like dead bodies to me. Like somebody dead. When I was first notified, I was trying to work quietly behind the scenes to try and, because I did not want us to create a hysteria. And then, boom. It smells like dead bodies. And it's all because of a train from New York that's stranded there. Everybody called it the poop train. The poop train. <laughs> the poop train. Poop train. But the train is full of human excrement, and the stench is spreading. Why it didn't get stopped somewhere else? Why I stopped here? What were they thinking? It disturbed the peace of everybody. <laughs> it was stinking all over in the house. We smelled it a lot. That was so awful. I threw up. It made me sick. It was unbearable to be outside. What we had here was from New York City. When's it going back to New York? New York City? <laughs> we had a large town hall meeting. We denied a business license for the railroad made it illegal to do business here in the town of Parrish. The council voted and gave three weeks to get all of the trailers moved. The last load left Tuesday. Not every town is going to be like us and fight back. People did come together, you know, to get this poop out of here. <laughs> <laughs> the running joke was when the poop train came that we needed to just drop Febreze on top of the, the train. We couldn't drop Febreze on the train, but we couldn't get odors the out of the train people's was houses. And Febreze decided to come by and freshen us back up. Paris, come out your house. 
I was asleep 30 minutes ago, and now there's a Febreze truck outside of my home. <laughs> this is for the house. And if there's any other little stinks around, hopefully we can help. Hashtag breathe happy parish. Yes. <laughs> thank you for breeze. Yes, thank you for breeze. It's yes. very nice. Nice little video. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, nice of them to roll into town and talk yes. to the community and put this together. Right, yeah. Give everybody free for breeze. Right, good marketing for them. That yeah. video is probably getting shared around. And that's great. Yeah, I think yeah. it's good. To, to come in and help them out because that was a bad, that was a stinky situation. That <laughs> was bad. Yeah. I mean, from what I hear, I was not there. From the video there, it's, yeah. it smelled bad. So. And also, I imagine if you're for Breeze, there's probably not a lot of, you know, event, like current events or right. anything you can really latch on to to, to kind of get some publicity or, or put yourself out there. Yeah. That's very so, true. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know that for Breeze needs to do a whole lot of marketing. I think they got the, <laughs> the market like, wrapped up right know, but it's always good to see that happen it's like when a hurricane comes through and you see a miller light truck coming down filled up with water you know <laughs> yeah. and they'll have like miller light bottles right. full of water uh-huh you know, it's good it's a good thing to do we all want to help everybody out right you know? so yeah it's good good marketing and everything else so you want to hit our final story for yes. the day yeah as i knock the microphone around <laughs> um let me get here if anybody out there has a studio they would like to let us use yeah. for free. I mean, for free. <laughs> right in. Just an empty space, really. You yeah. know, we want, we're not going to tear it up. We're not no. going to do anything. We're just going to sit in there and talk for a little over an hour once a week. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's all we're going to do. So, uh, but if you have like microphones and mixing boards and all that, that would be really cool too. Especially if you have somebody that knows how to use them too. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A producer that will work for free as well. We need that yes. too. Yeah. So basically, just help us out, people. Yeah. You know, a sponsor, another yeah. sponsor, yeah, another sponsor, because we have Cajun Curl. <laughs> um, a Florida city, once again, Florida, looks for answers after a zombie alert was sent to residents. Now you put this in the uh, Facebook. I did. Group as I well. posted this up in the Facebook group. That's right. Right. Earth Oddity Podcast. You need to check us out on Facebook, um, unless you're one of those weird people who don't have Facebook. So right. then you just have to. You can listen every week. Still. Listen every week. Yeah. Right. Uh, officials say they don't uh, know who sent the zombie alert to residents of a Florida city following a power outage. Lake Worth spokesman Ben Kerr, close to Ben Hur, by the way, <laughs> uh, says an independent investigation is underway to determine who is behind the message sent to some 7,800 7, customers during a 27-minute power outage Sunday. During the city's own investigations, Kerr said officials determined that no current or former employees edited the pre-prepared message to include the warning of a zombie invasion. He tells the Palm Beach Post that no one was fired for it. Hmm. Um, you'll remember, you know, that a uh, Hawaii had a little bit of uh, issues a while back. I remember that. Uh, Kerr said a hacking issue came up during Hurricane Irma last September, but that issue was dealt with quickly. He added that he added that officials thought they got all of the messages, but it turns out there was one hiding in the system. Uh, and the message partially reads: "Power outage and zombie alert for residents of Lake Worth and Terminus." There are now <laughs> far less than seven thousand three hundred, and and then it cuts off in the picture here. But I think we have it possibly over here. Let me get over into the other article. That's actually a, that was the first yeah. one. All right. <laughs> 
All right. There are now far less than 7,380 customers involved due to extreme zombie activity. Restoration <laughs> time uncertain. Uh, the uh, article goes on and says uh, Lake Worth, uh, Ben Kerr uh, jumped and released a statement apologizing for the alert saying the city is looking into reports that the system mentioned zombies and made it clear that Lake Worth does not have any zombie activity currently. (laughs) The currently part kind of bothers me. Yeah. Still, the question remains, how did the city accidentally release an emergency zombie warning? Was it something that was prepped just in case? On Thursday, Kerr told Gizmodo that no Lake Worth that no Lake Worth city officials haven't secretly geared up for the zombie apocalypse. According to Kerr, someone possibly hacked into their system of pre-program alerts and changed some to add a zombie fantasy. We became aware of the zombie messages during Hurricane Irma, he said. Uh, and he'd probably just assume it's another false alarm. Everyone should probably just assume it's another false alarm. We'll wait passively as an undead horde rips their Florida flesh, (laughs) the article says, from their bones. Until then, though, let's try to keep these terrifying false alarms to a minimum. So this is bizarre. Anytime, like, an authority figure, you know, sends out a zombie alert, you know, you wonder, okay, (laughs) you don't, you're kind of speechless, you know? They they have those? Yeah. (laughs) I would, you know, if I got one of those on my phone, I would just laugh, you know, and be like, oh, well. (laughs) You know, somebody's goofing off down at the old alert system, the EMS <laughs> office or whatever. Yes. Yeah. But they apparently it must be from hackers, which seems strange to me. Like if you're hacking into something, you know, I would think it would be for your own personal mm-hmm. gain, not just your amusement. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. Like what are you getting out of that? Shouldn't you be stealing social security numbers and identities and transferring money to offshore accounts. Maybe this is sort of a a, a, a resume, so to speak, for right. this other hacker group he's trying to join, maybe. <laughs> maybe hey, so. I'm the guy who sent out the right. zombie alert in yes, Lakewood, right. Florida. You guys heard about the zombie <laughs> alert? That was all me. <laughs> that was me. That was all me. That's on my resume. I'll show you I'm posting codes right now. So, But at the same time, I feel like hackers, that's, isn't that kind of just the... The boogeyman of the time we're living in now. Anytime somebody does something, they mess it's up. Always hates hackers. hackers. Yeah, usually Russia from yeah. here lately. Apparently, <laughs> Russia has the best hackers. You know, like I remember, if I'm not mistaken, when the missile alert went out in Hawaii earlier this year, wasn't there some mention of hackers? Yes. But then it turned out, hey, just a guy hit There's the wrong button. Hit the wrong button. <laughs> He's pushed yeah. the wrong button. Right. Which there's a lot of steps he had to go through to hit the wrong button. Yes. I think he was just goofing off. Yeah. Because I would. If I had access to an an emergency alert system or whatever, I would be sending them out all the time for zombies and everything else. You know, pack of wolves or roaming around. Nuclear missile. Oh, and and also zombies. Yeah, zombies. (laughs) Zombies riding on a nuclear missile. Bigfoot sightings, UFO sightings, everything. Oh, mercy. um, Yeah, so no zombies in Lake Worth, Florida. Just uh, just people. (laughs) Bummer. Yeah, just your normal Florida people are down there. (laughs) Yes. Don't go looting and shooting just yet. Yeah, don't go killing people just yet. Well. Well, for community news this week... Well, first, hey, you want to talk about Cajun Curl? Let's yeah, talk let's about talk Cajun about Curl. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spices. Uh, we got um, three 
that are going to be shipped out to our listeners who won a contest last week on Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still working on getting those in the mail like, for you. You haven't mailed those yet? Let's allow four to six weeks for delivery. That's pretty much standard. Okay. That's Sorry. Pretty much standard. But Wilts. We'll, I would like to take this opportunity to say, not my fault. <laughs> Wilts and Miss Hollinsworth and the other person who won, whose name I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, it's coming. It's coming to you. Trust me. I'm going to get it to you. I promise. Okay. It just I mean, This week. It's been, I don't know. Let's not, let's not set any deadlines, okay? Doggone it. Let's not set any deadlines. Well, I've had a real, I mean, been really busy in the furniture business this week. So uh, we're going to try to get by the police, or the not the police department, the post office and send these out. you got to yeah. find some boxes for you first so, to put them in and pack them in. So I don't know, you know, I don't know how you can ship food anyways, you know, if there's any Ain't kind you of just, regulations you got to go through. I thought you just, as long as it's not uh I don't know. I'm What's just, that big I'm long just, list? I'm not telling anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just sticking it in a box that's in it. I, if they ask me what's in there, I'm like, none of your business. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what are you worried about it for? I think as long as it's not uh, lithium or oh, yeah, liquid or, like or flammable, like they li- they read yeah. off like a long list of stuff before. I send a lot of stuff. So okay, so I don't send a whole lot. <laughs> Tara, she likes to. You know, she she likes to sell stuff on the internet. Seen so a little bit. Seen a little I, bit. I typically she never in, has anything in my size though. <laughs> right. I'm usually the one that gets to go to the post office and mail it. Stand in line and ship it out, which okay. I love, by the yeah. way. Oh yeah. So I would mean, love the efficiency and yeah grandeur of a local post office. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, which, so anyway, it's coming, guys, and and I know y'all are going to enjoy it because everybody enjoys Cajun Curl that's ever tried it I haven't met anyone yet who's said anything negative about it it's a mm-hmm. great product if you're into cooking if you're into eating you know either one of the, that's two categories usually someone falls in everyone falls into this show will be Cajun going out curl. on Memorial Day that's right and I am doing ribs Ooh. and I'm using a Cajun curl rub on them this All year right. so well, I'm I, looking forward yeah. to that I'll be working in Demopolis Alabama <laughs> on Memorial Day y'all Anyone's aren't close around? to Memorial Day no man it's got the bonus sale you get 50 <laughs> You know, half of what you spend off of free furniture. So come down oh, and see wow. us at okay. any of your local, any of our 13, soon to be 14, Spiller Furniture mattress locations. You can ask for me. Uh, <laughs> I may be there. If not, they'll know where I am. So they can <laughs> right. track me down. They can call my office. So All right. Uh, so anyways, CajunCurl.com. Check it out. You can get your own. Pay attention. We'll have another contest soon. And like them on Facebook. Like them on Facebook. Like Follow them on Instagram. They are a great company, ran by great people, and they have a great product. So, they do. Yeah, you need to check it out. I'm going to get to some reviews now. We are, we have, we're finally coming to the, the long, the end of the long line of reviews. That's right. And we've got three that we're going to go through. Right. And uh, I guess I'll take the first one. This one comes from Mama Minimalist, and the title of the review is Unique Show, Five Stars. Time flies when listening to this podcast. Hosts are knowledgeable and personal, and I particularly appreciated the trolling conversation between Musk and Buffett, or Buffet is, <laughs> as some people Buffet, call him. <laughs> the French. It's French pronunciation. As a C's candy lover, it all made sense. Thanks for covering the many oddities present on our planet. Okay. So thank you so much, Mama Minimalist. Yes. The next one is from, um, hmm, let's see how to pronounce this, N-K-U-S-A-L-O. <laughs> Nucosolo? Nucosolo? I don't know. It says, great show, guys. Three hand clap emojis, uh, five <laughs> stars. I was expecting some redneck crap, 
Uh, <laughs> this is my favorite part. This is a good one. Uh, I was expecting some redneck crap, but this is two true Texans with a great <laughs> chemistry. God bless Texas, by the way. Yes. Well, I mean, if one thing everybody knows about me is I love being from Texas. And if any Texans out there want to say that I'm one of them right. and brand yes. me an honorary Texan, I'll yeah. take it. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I mean... We're from Alabama. We're from hey, Alabama. But you know what? I love Texas. I guess if you're from up north and you don't really understand southern <laughs> dialects and, and accents, you would think we're you – know, they probably think anybody with an accent, a southern accent right. is from Texas. So, But, hey, hey, I tell you what, man. Texan, I'll take it. I, I, mean, I love – I'm going I'm to start telling people, hey, I'm a Texan. I, yeah. would, I would like to say to our people out in Texas, uh, you should be sending a thank you letter to Tennessee because <laughs> they pretty much kept you from going back to Mexico, all right? You know? <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, y'all – kind of get a little big for your britches sometimes i just like to let you know if it wasn't for tennessee you wouldn't be around okay and i'm not from tennessee either tennessee's our mortal enemy if you're an alabama fan but i mean i'm just saying sometimes you guys act like you're a little little too bad too bad but you weren't okay i don't want to get off on bass <laughs> anyway. in texas all right uh, you guys got a great got a good economy all we love texas we are not texans though in k uslo <laughs> All right, let me start over again. <laughs> yes. I was expecting some redneck crap. I, and, you know, really, I, I don't blame you for that. <laughs> In fact, I think most of this show is redneck crap. But this is two true Texans with a great chemistry. I love how educated you guys about issues. <laughs> Very funny stories. I think he's talking to you over there, college boy. No, I don't know about that. I don't that. think he's talking to Mr. Standard <laughs> Diploma over here. <laughs> but I, I would say thank you for listening. Deep from the heart of Texas, let's just say thank you uh, for for your kind words, sir. I think, I, you're, I think he's actually giving us a little too much credit. Yeah, I do too. But I'm flattered. Yeah, right. I'm very, and flattery, I mean, flattery will get you everywhere, sir. We are rednecks, and we do talk about crap. So, you <laughs> yeah. know, I understand. And we're not that educated, but no, not I, but hey, but I'm thank you again so much. flattered. Yes, right, yeah. Thank we, you so much for listening. Yes, thank you so much. I'm not trying to give you a hard time. <laughs> All right. No. Listen, please listen again. Right back in. <laughs> Email us. Yes. Yeah. And our last review of the day comes from Two Gene Two, and it is funny yet wholesome five stars. It seems to be in this day and age that everyone thinks that in order to be funny they have to be vulgar, crass, rude, condescending. But that is not the case with these guys. This show is funny and entertaining while at the same time being very wholesome and respectful, even to those they don't necessarily agree with. Huh. Huh, well, thank you. Yeah. We could use a lot more of that today. I agree. <laughs> I agree as well. Every episode is filled with funny stories from around the globe that you may or may not have heard of before, and it's a laugh the whole way through. A good show for a laugh, and you can listen to it with the kids in the car, or at least you could if you had magical children who are silent and allow you to listen to everything other than themselves. Okay. <laughs> so, yes. Thank you, too, Gene, too. That was really... That was a great I one. I mean, that, that tugged on the heartstrings right there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he's kin to you or me or, or she. Jeans can be... That's like a either-or name. You can be a guy or girl, but thank you so much. It was very nice of you. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, and I would say everyone is crass, vulgar, rude, and condescending these days, and we are. We, we try to we be love an alternative everybody. to that. Right. And, hey, you know what? There's a lot of people out there. If if that's what you like, there's plenty out yes, there to go listen right. to. We're trying to stick out, right. you know. We just want to be something that our moms, well, my mom does listen to. I don't want to get beat, as, as I said the other day. <laughs> you don't day. want to get a spanking. Right, yes. I'm still afraid of my mom and dad. So, yeah, yeah I don't I don't want to get beat. 
All right. I guess that signals the end of the uh show, right? (laughs) Breaking news. Flooding slams Elliott City, Baltimore region. Water rescues reported. So, hey, to anybody out there in Baltimore... This will be twenty four hours right. old. We're, right, <laughs> we're the number one podcast in Baltimore from all the research I've seen. So, uh, you know, our prayers sent to you guys. Hope y'all, you know, can get to high ground and get yes. safe. You know, we we get a little flooding down here on the coast every now and then. Well, Plus, have a tropical storm blowing in too. I heard. Yeah. Man, we actually had some breaking news on this show. How about that? That's right. Yes. That's crazy. I mean, you were getting it 24 hours after it happened, but uh, breaking news. Yes. Well, that is not the right stinger. That's the end of community. And that brings community news to a close. We thank you all for listening to Earth Oddity, brought to you by Cajun Curl. Yes. <laughs> You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening, no matter where you get us, whether it's iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, CastBox, Acast, Overcast, Podcast Republic. We thank you so much for listening. You can write into the show. We would love to get your thoughts on what we talked about today. We are Earth Oddity at planetmail.net. Yep. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Earth Oddity Podcast. You can join our Facebook group, which is yep. just simply Earth Oddity. Right. You can, if you want to get in touch with us, but you don't want to, you know, use snail mail, you can tweet us. And yeah. we are at underscore Earth Oddity. Or yeah. Instagram. Get in early on that one. <laughs> yeah. Instagram, same handle. That's right. Underscore Earth Oddity. Yes. And, uh, you know, hey guys, thank you for listening. We love each and every one of you. Yes. You know, I mean, I would hug all of your necks if I could, just for giving us a reason to talk to each other at once a week. So, uh, everyone have a good Memorial Day. We would like to thank any servicemen out there who yes. are uh, serving the country. Yes, those who are keeping us safe. Thank us. you so much. Yes. And uh, we mean it. We do. We do. And y'all have a good week. All right. See you later. See you next week. The show's over. Why are you still with me?